Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبه نستعين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى أهل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين The holy month of Ramadan is a month of seeking perfection perfection in each and every one of the dimensions of our lives We should aspire to reach perfection in our character in our behavior in our etiquette with others I should aspire to be the best son, the best husband, the best father that I can be. And similarly, every single one of us knows certain avenues within our lives whereby we need to strive toward attaining perfection, which will really allow for us to be the best product of who we have the potential to be. And during this holy month of Ramadan, we are aided with the inspiration of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that allows us for us to reach those goals that we desire to reach. And naturally, when it comes towards seeking perfection, we should start with the most important ritual within our tradition, and that, of course, is our prayers. If we, again, have that will and we have that desire, we have that real interest in improving our prayers on a day-to-day basis, be they incrementally we will have the opportunity to see closeness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and with His proximity, everything becomes a little bit more clear. And again, the objective of perfecting our prayers is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as though you see Him, for even though you do not see Him, He sees you. And in the words of Imam al Hussein alayhi salam in Dua Arafah, he states, Allahumma j'alni akhshaka ka'anni araq. O oh Allah, fill my heart with your awe, with your amazement, with your fear in that way that I'm absolutely ready to be in a state of submission to you. Ka'anni araq. As if I were seeing you. It's about seeing God before our deed, during our deed, after our deed. The only thing that we see is the divine grace of our Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But again, it starts with us. It starts with our souls. It starts with really checking our hearts to determine whether or not we really want to be able to reach that goal and whether or not we really have that will and desire deep down within us to get our prayers to where we want them to be. And we see that the place of prayers within the Arabic language is known as the mahrab. And the mahrab in the Arabic language is translated as the place of war or the place of battle. And when we talk about battle, when we talk about war, the first struggle naturally that our minds need to get to is understanding the greater jihad, the greater war, the greater battle. And that is the battle that takes place within our own souls. In the words of Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib alayhi salam, he states, Surely the greatest of your enemy is that soul which is between your two shoulders. That heart of ours that aspires everything other than God during the course of our prayers. Do I really think about God when I'm praying? Or is God the last thing on my mind during the course of my prayers? Are my prayers filled with intentions of what I'm seeking during the course of that day? Or am I seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's pleasure 
and a sense of self-contentment during the course of those prayers because I'm understanding that my submission is only to God. Again, going back to that notion of sincerity. And when we have our hearts filled with this level of khushur, whereby we only feel and we only experience our Creator during the course of our acts of worship and specifically that of prayers, Alladinahum fi salatihim khashi'un. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, again He states that the successful are those who are the individuals who during the course of their prayers they have reached the level of khushur. They have that sense of awe and understanding and amazement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And only when our hearts have been illuminated with that quality, then does that place of prayer, the mahrab, become the space whereby we will be victorious within it. It's known as the place of battle because we have to make sure that we're checking our soul. Every single moment, every single qiyam, and every single ruku, and every single sujood, and every single tashahud, and every single salam, and every single aspect of the prayers requires for us to have a sense of connectivity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's going to allow for our prayers, our worship, our submission, our obedience to God to really transcend to where it is that God wants it to be. And naturally, we see that that's going to be incredibly challenging. So what are some practical steps that we can take every single day that will really allow for us to perfect our prayers and walk in the footsteps of the Messenger وسلم, and the Ahlul Bayt? Peace and blessings be upon them. The first piece of advice for myself and for all of you to really gain khushu in our prayers is to pray every prayer as if it's our last. And naturally, we know that any single athlete, when they're really successful in the course of any game, in the course of any competition, it's about understanding and playing it as if it's your last. And every possession needs to have that same sense of focus and attentiveness, similarly when it comes to our prayers. Imam Muhammad al-Baqir alayhi salam the fifth imam, he would say about his father, Zayn al-Abideen alayhi salam, that every single day when he would prepare himself for prayers, he would stand in front of God and he would pray as if he was never going to pray again. To having that sense of awareness and real conviction that this might be the very last time that I'm standing in front of my Lord. Imagine sort of, where our mindset would be and what sort of razor-sharp focus we would naturally have if someone told us that this is going to be the last day of your life or that this prayer is going to be the last prayer that you're ever going to pray. Naturally, we'd want to make it count. So all it requires is for us to whisper to ourselves, for instance, and say, hey, this might be the last prayer that I ever pray, let me make sure that it's accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let me make sure that I'm worshiping God as though he sees, as though I see him, for even though I do not see him, he sees me. So number one is to pray every prayer as if it's our last prayer. Number two is to really recognize the presence of Allah subhanahu and understand that we're praying to him and again that he is literally watching every single one of our deeds and every single one of our actions and he is cognizant of every single one of our thoughts during the course 
of our prayer. It is said that Hassan ibn Ali alayhi salam, the grandson of the Messenger of God sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was one day in the course of prayers and he was shaking just as he was preparing to perform the wudu. Just as he was preparing to enter into the state of washing himself prior to prayers, not even in the course of prayers. And he was shaking and his face would turn pale and they would go up toward him and they would say, O grandson of the Messenger of God, why do we see you in this state? To which he responds, And why should I not be in this state when I'm about to stand in front of the Creator of all things, the Creator of the heavens and the earth? Recognizing who you're standing in front of and being in a state of preparation again allows for our mindset to slowly reach the level of khushu' that every single one of us can aspire toward reaching and with the blessing of God we will during the course of this blessed month of Shah Ramadan. A third step or a third piece of advice that every single one of us, including myself, can benefit from in terms of really gaining the sense of khushu during the course of our prayers, this awe, this amazement, this fear and this feeling of the presence of God during the course of our day-to-day salat is to making sure that we focus on prayers and nothing else. Our lives are filled with distractions. Every single moment our phone is vibrating, due to social media, social networking, we're so inclined toward looking at our phones or looking at our computers. We're always looking at the time because we're so schedule-based, and oftentimes we don't incorporate prayers as a real significant and important part of our days. Imagine if the 30 seconds before prayers, we opted not to look at our phones, and the 30 seconds after prayers, we opted not to look at our phones. The 30 seconds prior in terms of preparing ourselves for entering into the state of Sarat. And the 30 seconds after toward remembering God, asking God for forgiveness or making du'a. If every single day we utilized an additional one minute, 30 seconds prior to every prayer, 30 seconds after every prayer, to being in a state of mindfulness of the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and only thinking about Him, think about how that would improve the experience that we have when we're actually in a state of conversing with God. And then we try to up that a little bit. Maybe after the month of Ramadan, we increase it to 45 seconds. Maybe uh, the month after that, we increase it to one minute before prayers, one minute after prayers. If we allow for ourselves to focus on our prayers and nothing else, the product of what it is that we're striving to reach in terms of obedience and proximity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will all of a sudden again allow for it to reach the level and the potential that it certainly has the potential to reach. And then that brings me to advice number four. And that is to prepare for prayers prior to the time. We have so many traditions from the Messenger وسلم, and the Ahlul Bayt that speak about the importance of praying, praying our prayers on time. And then if we really give it the due importance, then we'll strive to do just that. And if that requires moving around our meetings, changing up our schedules, whatever it might be to actually praying the prayer on time, we'll see such an incredible improvement to our days. Oftentimes, the only times that we actually know the timing of prayers is during the holy month of Ramadan, 
when every single Muslim knows the time of Maghrib because that's the time of breaking of fast and every single individual knows the time of the Fajr prayers because that's when our fast begins. And it's about allowing for the momentum to really carry on, not because we're so interested in food because remember, it's not all about food, but really understanding that allowing for ourselves to think about prayers, to think about God, to think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and being in a moment of solitude and in conversation with Him because that's what He loves to hear from us, really can propel our prayers and allow for us to reach the level of Al-Khushu'ah. And fifthly, and finally, it's important that we strive to really fulfilling the etiquette of prayers. In other words, to perform that which is recommended during the course of our prayers and to abolish those things which are makruh or which are disliked during the course of our prayers. And it doesn't really require that much, for instance, for us to add, for instance, an additional adhkar, a remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or an additional salawat in our ruku' or in our sujood upon the Messenger وسلم, and his family. But also to do small things like recite the aqama before the prayers, to, res- to recite tasbihat al-zahra after the prayers, to spend a couple of minutes in dua, for instance, wearing perfume or cologne before we enter into the state of prayers allows for our prayers and its reward to be multiplied up to 70 times according to some prophetic traditions of the Messenger wasallam. Doing really small things to fulfill the etiquette and to really beautify the prayers will really allow for us to be more excited, will really allow for us to be more focused, will really allow for us again to gain the sense of khushu, the sense of God consciousness and God wariness during the course of our prayers that we're desiring. So again, five pieces of advice to really be in a state of perfecting our prayers. Firstly, pray every prayer as if it's our last prayer. Secondly, during the course of praying, recognize the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the fact that He is vigilant over every single one of our thoughts and actions. Thirdly, focus on prayers and nothing else. Marginalize and isolate all distractions. Fourthly, prepare for our prayers before the actual time and pray it on time. And fifthly, let's strive to do all of the little things that really beautify our prayers. And inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept every single one of our rites and our rituals, every single one of our obligatory and recommended prayers during the holy month of Ramadan and allow for us to gain khushu' and allow for us to really perfect the most important ritual within our tradition and allow for us to be in a state after the holy month of Ramadan whereby we're able to feel that proximity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala moving forward. Walhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa sallallahumma ala muhammadin wa alihi al-tahirin. Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.